Hello, hello, hello. Another week, another podcast. This is to my son. Formerly, it's all anonymous. I'm your host, Oscar Ruto. As usual, I will be starting the episode with a prayer. So I urge all you, dear listeners, to pause what you're doing. Other than listening to the podcast and join me in a moment of prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So for the past couple of weeks, I've been doing a workout prior to recording each episode. And the workout isn't my daily workout that is done in the morning. The workout is usually 100 burpees I do whenever I'm about to record a podcast. And let's be clear here, this is not 100 burpees I do at a go. I break it down, 30, 50, 70. I break it down until I'm done with 100 burpees. Then I get into recording the podcast. And what I've found is that to get my central nervous system, (laughs) just to get my blood flowing, that much prior to recording makes me feel more confident in what I'm going to say as I record. So what I'm going to talk about today is comfort. Comfort. I live in Japan. Arguably the most comfortable country in the world. The safest country in the world to be sure. And when I say comfortable, this is especially true for foreigners who live in Japan. Now the typical Japanese male who's around my age, 29-30, he is a salaryman. He is working long, long hours. He has to bow down to a boss that he doesn't like. He has to go for drinking parties he doesn't want to be a part of. All in the name of being part of something. All in the name of being employed. And I'm not saying they're not people. I'm sure there are people out there who love that kind of life. But I have met many people who did not love that life, who actually seemed to despise that life. But from the way they spoke about it, it seemed as though they had no choice. They were stuck in that life. Now, foreigners in Japan don't have to live that way. We live a very free life, especially if you teach English. Now, for a couple of, how many years, five years, I've been working for a company that only required me to be clocked in for a maximum, a long day, will be five hours. Five hours of work. And that is usually afternoon and evenings. So, that will imply I have all my mornings to myself. Right? Of course, this is if I didn't have a family. Even if I do. My wife goes to work, my daughter goes to daycare, and I have most of the money to myself. So I am easy. My job is just teaching children how to speak English. Teaching children how to teach, how to speak English, isn't necessarily a hard job. The hardest thing about teaching children how to speak English is maintaining classroom control. And in my company, an employee can be left alone with 10, 
three-year-old kids. So that's the hardest part. I guess the singing, no, I guess, I know the singing and dancing can get a bit annoying. It, just, it can get a bit repetitive. But truth be told, it is a very, very simple job. It is a very simple job, right? So most foreigners in Japan, especially foreigners from English-speaking countries, tend to come here and do such jobs. But at the same time, I do hear these same foreigners who do the same kind of jobs complaining about how miserable and difficult this job is. Now, I'm going to give you a little analogy. Every morning, I take a cold shower. Every morning after the gym, I'm, I'm done with my workout by 5.30. By 5.35, I'm hoping to a cold shower. Summer, winter, spring, fall, it doesn't matter, cold shower for me. And the thing is, when you jump into a cold shower, the first second or two, the whole world vanishes. The shock of entering into a cold shower on a winter morning is so, I dare use the word traumatizing, that you forget everything else around you. You literally forget everything else around you. But as soon as you walk out of that shower, winter morning or not, it feels pretty damn good to be out of that shower. Like the world seems perfect. Now, every now and then, I take a hot shower with my daughter. My daughter is, she's now three. So when as I'm giving her bath, I take a shower as well. And it's always a hot shower. Of course, it's a hot shower. I don't want to traumatize my daughter with cold water yet, just yet. Maybe when she's five. Maybe. <laughs> so, either way, so I take a hot shower with my daughter. With my daughter, right? And this can be winter or summer. The season doesn't matter. As soon as I mean, I come out of that hot shower. Everything outside of that bath, of that bathroom, feels so cold. The air feels cold. Why is that? Your mind acclimatizes to comfort in an instant. I was comfortable in the hot shower. As soon as I came out, my mind is like, we need to go back to that comfort. We need that right away. The flip side is the cold shower. As soon as I come out of the miserable cold, my mind, my mind tells me, okay, it's a winter morning, but at least we are not in that cold shower. Now, now we are comfortable. Now we are comfortable. Now this goes back to the teaching thing. Coming from Kenya, jobs don't come by easily. Jobs in Kenya do not come by easy. And if you get a job, for the most part, you're not quite as likely to love that job. This, this I'm speaking not my own experience because I never had a job in Kenya, but I know people who have had jobs in Kenya, including my brother. The job will require there to be really early, for not all jobs, but most jobs, if you're working in an office environment. Maybe you live a bit earlier than in Japan, but you know, your pay isn't as good. Your pay, it's not, not, not even that it's not as good, your pay is terrible. Hands down, your pay for the most part is gonna be terrible. Right? Maybe the only thing you look forward to in that job is Friday. 
where you can go out and get drunk with your coworkers. Now, that is a lack of comfort insofar as your income is concerned and your working hours are concerned, right? You're working a 9 to 5, 9 to 6. Your pay is maybe 50,000, 60,000 yen, roughly 500 to $600 a month, right? Your boss might be disrespectful. Your co-workers, I guess your co-workers can't be friends. You do go to drink with them. Then you leave that job in Kenya and come to Japan. And in Japan, you have a teaching job. And your job requires you to teach three to five hours a day in the afternoons and evenings to kids. And your pay has gone up from from $500 a month to close to $3,000 a month. Right? And you're not with your job, with your boss. You're working alone. You are your own boss. You only get to see your your actual boss, your, your immediate supervisor, once a month. And this same person who moved from that life in Kenya is going to complain about the hardships of jobs in Japan, of the job he currently has in Japan. And I'm not talking about anyone in particular. I'm just making a point about comfort and how our mind flips the script on us. Suffering is good. Now, let me be clear. I am not saying losing a child is good. I am not saying getting into a car crash and becoming disabled is good. But suffering, especially self-inflicted suffering, the cold shower, working out, heck, even the, the boredom of meditation, That is good because it will show you that everything else in your life is pretty much okay. And yes, if you are like me, living in a developed world, you have a job, you are healthy or even reasonably healthy, you have friends, you have a family, you have something you look forward to tomorrow, next week, next month, next year then your life is more than okay. But you will never accept that your life is okay until you put yourself in a situation that shows you, that proves to you that your life is indeed okay. Now for me, that's number one, the early morning wake up. That self-inflicted suffering. I do not like waking up at 4.30 in the morning. And every morning when, I, when that alarm goes off, I question myself. Why did I ever choose to do such a thing? What is wrong with me? Why can't I just be like everyone else? My wife is sleeping comfortably until 7 p.m. Sorry, 7 a.m. I know all my friends are not waking up at 4.30 a.m. Why do I do this to myself? But you know what I tell myself every morning? It's done. Your eyes are open. Just move. Just move. 
you know, and I actually, I actually give myself this narrative. If I feel like sleeping after leaving the, after coming back from the gym, I'll just go back to bed. I'll just go back to bed. But you know what? That almost never happens. Of course, it does happen a couple of times, but it almost never happens. Right? Whereby I tell, I wake up at fourth, the alarm goes off, my eyes are open, I start bitching to myself. Oscar, what's wrong with you? Oscar, why do you ever choose to do such a thing? Oscar, you can just sleep. No one will know. Right? But I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I'm up. I'm up. Let's just go to the gym first. Let me just go to the gym first. And if I still feel tired, once I'm out of the gym, I'll just go back to bed. Okay, let's go to the gym. And I go to the gym. And you know what happens? For the most part, everything goes smoothly. Go to the gym, work out, cold shower, come back home, meditate, pray, Bible study. And I start writing, right? And by the time my wife and daughter are up, I've done the dishes, I've done the laundry, I've made breakfast for my daughter, I've made breakfast for myself, I've made, my wife doesn't like eating breakfast, so I don't have to make breakfast for her. <laughs> so, and everything is good to go, right? Before everyone is up, I have done everything I need to do for myself and a little bit for everyone else. Self-inflicted suffering. And the worst part is always that cold shower. Because once I finish my workout, <laughs> I walk into that shower room and I look up at the shower head thinking, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do this? It's too cold. It's one degree outside. It's five degrees outside. It's negative three degrees outside. Do I re- am I sure I want to do this? But then again, Oscar, you're, you said you're going to do this. You, you told yourself you will do this every single day. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. And I take my cold shower and it hurts. And for a couple of seconds, I am in so much pain. Pain, pain is the wrong word, but it's the only word I can find right now. Let me just, okay, I am in so much discomfort that the whole world seems to vanish. And I'm there huffing and puffing as though I've been running. Right? But that's only for a couple of seconds, right? Where you're like, <gasps> trying to like, touch your breath so you can control your breathing. So the water isn't as bad. <laughs> but once I'm out of that shower, you know what? Everything feels great. Everything feels so good. And I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I feel amazing. I feel amazing. I did it. And so can you. Because for the most part, your life is great. But if you sit on the couch, scrolling through TikTok, watching porn, going out for drinks every other week, of course your life is gonna seem miserable. Because you've sp- basically spent your whole day in the hot shower. And now just going into regular life is coming out to the cold. What would you rather have? Regular life, regular life being the cold or regular life being the ma- 
mildly uncomfortable, mildly uncomfortable cold winter morning after coming out of an extremely uncomfortable cold shower. Which would you rather have? Now this again is to my son and I'm going to tell you something. I won't let you, <laughs> I won't let you live your life in the hot shower. No, no, no. You and I, we are going to brave the cold together every single day. So dear listeners, I hope you have the nerve, the strength to brave the cold. Whatever the cold is to you. Maybe it's just not engaging in social media. Maybe it's just not engaging in pornography. Maybe it's spending 20 minutes a day reading a book. Maybe it's spending 5 minutes a day meditating. But dear listener, you have to find a way to brave the cold. Because the modern world is way too comfortable. And human beings were not meant to enjoy this level of comfort. And that's why we are falling apart. That's why suicides are going through the roof. Because we're just too damn comfortable. Yes, I blame comfort for the suicides. Sue me. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. As I know I will. Goodbye. And we'll catch you here. You will catch me here next Friday for another episode of To My Son. Peace out.